0: Afternoon fun. Okay, I know a psychologist would say, strictly speaking, he was prey, not predator. And in a way, I can't really blame him. Emily is simply stunning. Connor wasn't the only one who used to watch her go running by our house every morning. But hello, she was his teacher. That fact alone should have been enough warning that things would not turn out well. I never would have expected Connor to attempt the coward's way out, though. Some consider suicide an act of honor. I seriously don't agree. But even if it were, you'd have to actually die. All Connor did was stain Mom's new white Berber carpet. They're replacing it now. Mom stands there watching the men work, laying mint green carpeting over clean beige padding. Thick, lush, camouflage. I sit on the top stair, unseen, invisible, silent. I might as well not even be here at all. And that's all right. At least I don't have to worry that she will focus her anger on me. Instead, she blasts it toward the carpet guys. Idiots! You're scratching the patina! Her hiss is like a cobra's spit. I might want to expose that wood one day. I can't if it's marred. But she never will. That oak has been irreparably scarred by gunpowder-tainted blood, and even more by the intent behind the bullet. Sprawled on the floor, Connor wanted to die. Mom and Dad don't think so. In fact, for once they agreed on something besides how bad their stock portfolios looked last year. Both of them believe Connor only wanted attention. But he was way past hoping for that, at least the positive kind. No, Connor was tired of the pressure, sick of trying to find the equation that would lighten the weight of expectations not his own. Listening to Mom tell skilled laborers how to do their job is almost enough to make me empathize. The more she goes on the more I'm sure the carpet guys understand, there is no possible way to satisfy our mother. I guess in a way I have to give Connor a little credit. I mean, by putting the gun to his chest, he made an overt, if obscene, statement. I will no longer force myself inside your prefab boxes. I'd much rather check out of here than let you decide the rest of my life. You, meaning mom and dad, The pressure they exert individually is immense. As a team, it's almost impossible to measure up to their elevated criteria. I have done my best, pushed myself to the limit. To get into Stanford, I have had to ace every test, stand out as a leader, junior class prez, student council, excel in sports, serve as a mentor, take command of extracurricular pursuits, cheerleading honor choir, theater, all around dating Sean. Sometimes I just want a solo vacation. Hanging out on a beach, submitting to the temptation of sand, sun, salt water, sans UV protection. Who cares what damage they might inflict on my skin? Nice dream. But what would my mother say? I can hear her now. Don't be ridiculous. Who in their right mind would invite melanoma and premature aging? When I look at her, I have to admit her beauty regime is working. It's as if, by sheer force of will, she won't permit wrinkles to etch her suede complexion. But I know, deep down, she is afraid of time. Once in a while, I see fear in her eyes. That fear isn't something most people notice. Not Dad, who's hardly ever home, and even when he is, doesn't really look at Mom. Or me. Not Connor, because if he had even once seen that chink in her 14 karat armor, he'd have capitalized on it. Not her friends. I think the term misrepresents the relationship, at least if loyalty figures into what it means to be a friend. Book club, bridge club, gym spinners. She maintains a flock of them. That's what they remind me of, beautiful pampered birds, plumage proud but blind to what they drop their shit on. And the scary thing is, I'm on a fast track to that same aviary, unless I find my wings. I won't fly today, too much to do, despite the snow.